today of uh, hearing me double dipping essentially here of both into my men's ministry update and and um, you hear a little bit more about my vision and thoughts. I've had folks, you know, ask me, hey, what are your plans? Are you making any adjustments? So I'm going to speak to that and then I'm going to connect with that to the second second half of my message today. More about men's ministry, what it means to me inspirational books and passages so what i'd like to do and, and really hope is, is to make it a little bit more interactive um, in that portion when i get to those slides so um, i think as part of what i like to do is is probably have the announcements probably um, at the back half of the meeting so um eric i think we're just gonna jump right into the slides so um, feel free to get coffee. Uh, we get an intimate group here nonetheless, so feel free to, to get seconds. Uh, always wonderful food, so thank you so much. So um, just to kick it off here, so this is not a, a cut and paste that I got from Google. Uh, this, this is an image of our beach vacation uh, picture. This is over at Indian Shores, Florida. So that's just south of Clearwater on the Gulf side there. And um, this is one of the encounters that, that we had evidence of, of seeing God and seeing God and other people. So um, I would say when we go to the beach, it's, um, you know, relax, get away from life and activity. Um, and I think moments like this, when we see sandcastles with kids and, and various sandcastles and kids getting, and, you know, burying our son in the sand, um, right, right next door was um, a man from, from Kentucky um, who built this crucifix. And as much as you see people walk along the shore to and from where they're going, whatever they're sightseeing on, it was amazing just to see the people congregate around the crucifix and the beautiful work of, of what you see uh, to see this image here. So um, this was just one example that I had over the summer of experiencing God um, and certainly having a moment of, of beauty with others and to really engage in, in talking about in talking about Jesus. And, and I think, you know, like we've talked about a little bit before here, is engaging in discussions um, and how do you bring up and, and have a conversation and you're boldly a man on vacation, you know, built this, you know, beautiful crucifix um, right on the shoreline of the beach. So I want to hear more about, um, again, at the back half of this meeting of, of maybe some of the encounters that you had, but this was a lead in that I wanted to, to share with you. slider okay so I, I think more from the rumc men's breakfast program perspective i have some different thoughts but the baseline off of that what i wanted to do was just to review message out the mission statement that we have and i'll just read it out loud the, the mission of the men's group is to encourage men to take the next step in their walks of faith as we journey together. Our prayer is that our time together will be an impactful experience where we can grow in, in our walk with Jesus and be encouraged to live out our faith. 
the scripture that's been connected with our message is Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens the face of his neighbor. And I want to talk more about that into the next slide. All right, so, so vision of advancing the, the mission. So this program that we've had here, we've had speakers, and, and I certainly want to continue that um, and having speakers. And, and I have a set of speakers lined up and certainly open. Where did Steve go? Steve? <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> So, so the speaker calendar um, is open. So um, I will I will track you down if I can if I don't think I've I've heard you speak for a while. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, but certainly I I love how you know Eric and has leveraged this time together this meeting for for discussing open. Um, current events, current topics and activities. And I certainly believe this is a great forum when we have the men come together um, and other leaders to come together to talk about um, in different topics, commons project, et cetera. Uh, some of the ideas and visions where I would like to, to be able to see and, and grow uh, the men's group and, and certainly to be more, to be adaptive and flexible and, and it could be even having this same sort of meeting might happen in an evening time. One, one piece of feedback that I received from some of my peers in Sunday school class and so forth was, hey, we're, we're, we have, um, you know, between travel, locked in with various breakfast and morning activities is, well, maybe we could do an evening. So I, I, it's really for consideration. I'm not here to say thou shall have this meeting, you know, going forward. But I want to be adaptive and considerate. And if there's opportunities to engage others, um, to be flexible enough to to receive those ideas. Um, so that's that's one item. And and maybe have again these recordings available uh, for folks that can't come in the evening. Well, here here would be the recording that would be available to them. To make this a little bit more, you know, interactive, even with the Bible study, and and I'm not sure if that means month to month or week to week. Maybe that's a breakoff second se um, session from here, and more of a small group style. Um, it could be nights and in, in, in early meetings, um, or the mornings. Excuse me. Would love the opportunity to to have a, a dinner event. And, I, and as some of you know, there have been dinner events in the past with, with guest speakers. Um, it could be other group outings and also to, to leverage uh, social media as a platform to, to reach out to, to others. And at the same time, I'm, I'm again, I wanna use this opportunity together. If you have other thoughts and say, Kevin, you're crazy, whatever, that's fine, it's fair game. Um, but always welcome feedback either, again, right now, if, if you're more comfortable to talk afterwards on ideas that you may have, I welcome those ideas. The iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens the face of, the, of his neighbor, but I, I believe is a real impactful, impactful scripture. And um, before I give you my thoughts on that, I, I'd love to 
just hear on what that scripture may mean to you. So I want to, I would love to, to hear the voice. I'm going to maybe put people on the spot <laughs> and, and um, would welcome what that scripture may mean to you. I think for me, it's, it's surrounding yourself with other Christian men who, um, who seek a, maybe a similar same walk to um, live a Christ-like life. And maybe that's a lot to say. Um, but really, I think surrounding myself with others who love Jesus um, so essentially, we, we, we sharpen each other. Um, and I think when I, when I review this a little bit further online, is um, for the particular metal, if it was carbon steel, I can't quite remember. I should know this with my engineer when I, I recall this um, from when I was reviewing this a little bit further. But, but essentially, um, the, the, you know, you can sharpen iron with iron. Um, so, so that's um, that's my thoughts on that one. Yes, sir. Here we go. I like to uh, also surround myself with people who aren't uh, necessarily so Christian and try to be an example for them that they might say, hey, you're different. I've had people say that in my good days, anyway. They have my days where I'm not, so... <laughs> And it's funny because uh, if we set an example, uh, we can draw people to us. And in that light, uh, it's not what we say, but what we do and how we how we act that really uh, influence people, I think. And uh, that's been our experience, my wife and myself. And uh, we had the privilege when we took the perspectives course back in 2009, to host a guy who was one of the speakers. His name was Brian Hogan. I don't know if that name brings a bell to anybody, but we hosted him in our home for a few days while he was here. And I'm now reading his book called There's a Sheep in My Bathtub, where <laughs> they went to Mongolia. He and his wife and three daughters, and they started establishing churches there. And it was, he's a big guy, he's 6'4, about 240 pounds, and he's very noticeable, especially among the Mongolians who are much smaller. But anyway, uh, the, the deal there was that in the same way, he attracted people, you're different, what's about you, why are you here, and he started church planting, and, and it was mostly just by example of who he was, and how he um, related to people, you know, in a gentle, calm way, you know, and there were people, pickpockets out there, and there were people who didn't have any sense of uh, morality, if you will, in the sense like we do, in the sense of you know stealing is wrong and this and that, whatever. And all gradually, by example, people started being drawn to him, as uh, they would be. I think anybody who, who has a strong core. And I think the the basis of my faith is trying to develop that strong core and keep it no matter what. So that's that's my spiel. Joe, that that was great. I, I don't think anyone could have summarized it any better. That, that's wonderful, Steve. And on the same thing, I think back to individuals who have been either mentors or I have felt that were guiders or leaders in my life. 
either know they're very good people or they're Christians. And I know you can be a good, be a good person without being a Christian necessarily, but thanks so often you find it's so inspiring turn out to be Christian. And they are. They're showing the example. And you follow so many of those that become effective <clears throat> leaders and mentors and help guide you and direct you through not just your career, but through your life. And, um, you know, you should always be thankful that, that that happens and that they've ended up in your life. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and I don't believe that those circumstances are just even coincidental. I really believe our maker and creator, God is there pairing and, and guiding us in those relationships and to be able to get the mentorship that is so impactful. Mitch? Um, and I also know that um, God sees everything you do. And he doesn't like everybody that's what he teaches us. In my own practice, practice government when he says we twenty twenty. So I like that. Also, I'm trying to um, not tell nobody what I do because God sees all and he knows in my heart. But uh say it he knows what I'm doing I'm doing the best I can to teach what I do I'm way I'm at both churches with a food place is way out because we have more than enough they can't get to it and I see it on a basis and uh, it's like your ties you don't tell nobody what you do you just give God don't want you to break. Those are my thoughts. And we all continue to work in love. We're not come here for enlightenment, get better, and work out what we're not doing. You know, that's wonderful. Yeah, thanks for getting us going, Joe. Steve Mitch, that's, that's wonderful. All right, so I'm going to shift a little bit and make this probably a little bit more of a personal message that for inspiration and encouragement um, and to start it, I think it was more around some of the, the books that have helped influence and guide me uh, for, for who I am. Um, and the books that I've listed here are chronological from um, our first, uh, my first study in, into the current uh, Bible on the right. And I'll, and I'll talk about that. So the, the first one was around this courageous living Bible studies, uh, study, excuse me. And from when I started in the foundation Sunday school class, um, this goes back about probably uh, 13 years ago or so. Um, in the Sunday school class, it was my first adult Sunday school class that my wife um, essentially forced me to go, and I wasn't sure what to expect, and, and, and may, maybe you can 
um, reflect and compare this experience is not knowing, okay, we're just going to get, you know, coffee and so forth. And, but to, to find a, a similar walk of, of men, um, either recently married, maybe um, just starting to have children or in, in different stages and so forth. Uh, I think what became apparent to me in a short period of time that there were very real men, um, professional leaders in, in the workforce, um, and that we're also passionate about Jesus Christ. So I'm very fortunate and, and thankful to be able to walk with, with those men. Um, part of that was, was to have a, uh, a Bible study around courageous living. And, and maybe you're, maybe you're familiar with it. Um, but, but with that book and, and study, it, it really took, um, I think for me, as I recall upon it, maybe some of the struggles and trials and tribulations of, of, working class men of, of how to be a better father, how to be a better husband. Um, and, and I think, you know, that was quite impactful, especially to walk together with um, Sunday school classmates um, in that study. Um, and, and again, I, I found that as a, a, a great foundational book for me um, to engage me further in, in my walk. Um, you know, shortly after that, I think a few, uh, some years later, um, I received the, this daily devotional, Daily Strength for Men, and that I received from my brother-in-law, and I've mentioned my brother-in-law in the past here, who's a great witness and a great example, and I'm forever uh, fortunate to have him as a brother-in-law and be able to talk with him about intimate subjects and, and my walk and his walk and and you know, really, what what our purpose is as a, a father, as a husband, a son, brother-in-laws, and how we hold each other accountable. Uh, for this particular book, though, it really draws on the Old Testament. So I think at the time when I first um, would would read this daily, it was a little bit actually hard because it was the Old Testament. And maybe you're probably much more familiar with the Old Testament than I am, um, but I can still draw on the stories and connect um, for, for various obstacles and challenges that I had. Um, I'd say more recently was um, a, another daily devotional, which I, which I find very practical and very meaningful. Um, is, and, and again, um, is, is Radical Wisdom. Radical wisdom. This is a book that, that I received from a um, great leader in the church here, Rusty. Um, and through an ambassador's program that I participated with, with Eric and, um, and this is just an excellent inspirational book, um, to really navigate, um, uh, my life. Um, when it comes to other message, um, other biblical, you know, scripture and, you know, being, I'd say, I call it practical. So a little bit different than your your study Bible is this is this leadership uh, Bible by by Maxwell. Um, <clears throat> when it talks about leadership, and, and again, I, I look at it very practically, and you know, apply it um, professionally to my personal life. Uh, this has been a great resource um, that's been available. Um, I think that that has encouraged me and provided a different lens in a biblical atmosphere of, of again, 
um, where there's maybe again challenges professionally um, with, with <clears throat> friends, whatever it could be, and and, and just a, a great example for me. So maybe, maybe you're familiar with some of these books, but I would encourage um, maybe, maybe you have your own book or devotional um, in your in your own rhythms around reading a Bible, <clears throat> but th these were great again foundational books and, and material in, in helping uh, guide my life. Out of the, uh, out of the two uh, daily, yeah, the preference to start with. Maybe the radical wisdom, I'd say it's a little bit more New Testament <laughs> and a little bit easier to understand, a little kind of straight to the point right at you. And I found it uh, more relevant to me. Okay. Uh, the other daily strength and, and for men, I mean, it's wonderful. So I, I, not critiquing, but just recognizing it was a little bit more Old Testament and, okay. and um, a little bit more maybe deeper thought. But but again, maybe for folks who um, I find myself, I'm, I'm, I'm more in the, again, the, the good news. Um, if you're looking to maybe reflect a little bit more, um, maybe on daily strength for men. Okay. That could be a book for you. I'm sure there's various others out there. And I don't know your name. I'm Kevin, by the way. I'm Dave. Dave, all right. Hey, thanks for coming in. Kevin, all right. Thanks so much. All right. What I wanted to connect with uh, the courageous study and share with you was um, the, the resolution. So from my Sunday school class, the, the foundations, which was led by Tim, Tim Kittredge. And Tim was our, a great spiritual leader that really advanced our Sunday school class and our knowledge um, and, and our witness. The outcome of that study, which was probably what, a six or eight week um, study where um, we, we signed a, um, a, a, a resolution and I, I have it, I, I have this in my office. I, I have this up on my wall, it's a reminder to me. Um, it's um, my commitment and my resolution that I have uh, before God, um, um, to my wife, to my children. So it's something that um, I take personal and, and um, It's specialized, I suppose. So, so I just need a moment. Sorry about that. <laughs> I need some water. But um, it was signed by myself just over ten years ago, my wife, and then the senior pastor at the time, Mike Law. So it's just a special time together that that I can look upon and uh, and know that I have a group of men that um, we completed the study um, together that um, were there for each other. So it's something that you know I certainly extend to this group and in other circles as well. Hey, Kevin. Yes, go ahead. Where did this come from? Pulp and paper. <laughs> Where did the words come from? Oh, yeah. oh good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Where did the words come from? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I think it has to be part of the study. I really don't know the, the source of it, you know, per se. You know, here's the study, study book. Um, I'd have to... I'm sure there was a package, package A and package B and package B, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> but 
but I, I mean, as you, um, I don't want to read, read through the details. You can read through it, but um, it's special. Yeah. And, and right, so let me, let me again, make this a little bit more dynamic. Uh, uh, certainly not proposing that this is our next study, but I, I see opportunity to, to leverage this group in the morning or, or to have other small group sessions, which include studies like this. And I can't remember, I, we were probably slow, so we needed eight weeks. I'm sure with this crew here, it could be four weeks if it really needed to be. Is this like a commitment on life or what you signed on or family? It's kind of broad. Yeah, certainly, uh, Mitch, I consider it, you know, very, you know, personal, um, you know, likewise to you and, and the meaning towards you and, and to others. I think it all has its own special meaning. Um, and, um, and, and I want to be clear, I'm not trying to boast to say that I've done this or anything. And this is my certificate on the wall. That's not my objective here. So I certainly hope you know that I'm, I'm sincere when I said that, but. Uh, but certainly, the, like this, this experience going through that study was was impactful. And, and there's a movie about it. Maybe you've seen the movie. Um, and I think it was it was completed here in, in the great state of Georgia. This goes back some years ago. That's where the movie. So they're on the front end of the the big movie scene in, in Georgia some years ago. Can you, can you read that to us? Absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> The resolution. I do solemnly resolve before God to take the full responsibility for myself, my wife, and my children. I will love them, protect them, serve them, and teach them the word of God as the spiritual leader of my home. I will be faithful to my wife to love and to honor her and be willing to lay down my life for her as Jesus Christ did before me. I will bless my children and teach them to love God with all their hearts and all their minds and all of their strength. I will train them to honor authority and live responsibly. I will confront evil, pursue justice, and love mercy. I will pray for others and treat them with kindness, respect, and compassion. I will work dil diligently to provide for the needs of my family. I will forgive those who have wronged me, and I will reconcile with those who I have wronged. I will learn from my mistakes, repent of my sins, and walk with integrity as a man answerable to God. I will seek to honor God, be faithful to his church, obey his word, and do his will. I will courageously work with the strength of God, provides to fulfill the resolution for the rest of my life and for his glory. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24, 15. What you've just pledged is to walk the talk. Do I? I'm not sure. I hope, I hope you hold me accountable. But that's the target. Walk the talk. There's a lot of content here. This could be a multiple week Sunday school lesson. <laughs> There's a lot of content. Um, 
Do I achieve that? Was that the result of your eight-week study you talked about? Yeah, I, and I, I would really say as a commitment level. This was not a passage or message that, that we developed. We're certainly, I'm certainly not smart enough to put this together. I know that for sure. So, I, and, and of course, I was being a little bit humorous of, of the source because not, not knowing who the author and, and who developed this, um, there's some small print at the bottom here. Um, scripture taken, okay, no, that's just from the, the scripture. But you know that's 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 our you know commitment um, and and resolution. And reality is, I think some days I'm more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Flat. What, what's that, Mitch? Flat. Flat. <laughs> so some days I'm, I'm more um, achieving. I don't know if that's the right word. That's not the right word. But I think you, I think you understand what I'm saying. Joe? I think, you know, that's a tall order for sure. Yeah. Something to aspire to. And I think we have to recognize that at best, <clears throat> I think we're all just a work in progress. That's what I like to say. And in that regard, that's why I don't, don't say I'm a Christian. Know, because when I hear somebody say that, <clears throat> to me, that's kind of a turnoff in the sense that they, they, it's, it sounds to me anyway, this is my personal thing, that they're better than somebody else. Yeah. And I'm just, and, and maybe that's a bad interpretation, but I don't say I'm a Christian because I know I'm not up to all that, but I'm working on it. And, you know, if I say I'm a Christian, they'll say, well, why do you do this? Or why are yeah. you doing that? You know, so I don't want to uh, expose myself to that. You know, so that's why I try to Keep a low profile and just keep working on it. You know that's 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 just the way I think anyway for what it's worth. Bottom line, I think you have to teach, not preach. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. Yeah, and I find that myself in positions constantly that I become the teacher. I walk into a room and, and I'm because of number one, I'm the old guy. You walk into a room with 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 peers. Who are two generations below you and so you walk into a situation in which you almost are revered automatically just because you're still alive <laughs> but you're put into a position that you you by by who you are and what you do and how you do it you make more impact than all the words in the world uh, in terms of demonstrating and mentoring and and you, you, you're wise to take advantage of that in terms of accomplishing some lasting legacy is, is demonstrate by who you are and, and what you do and how you do it. Yeah, I love how you said that demonstrating, really leading by example, for sure. All right, we'll advance on to the next slide. And this is around some of the scripture readings or a men's ministry that appealed to me, I find very inspiring, encouraging. And this first one is where Paul said to Timothy, therefore I want the men everywhere to pray, lifting up the holy hands without anger or disputing. First Timothy chapter two, verse eight. In the way I interpret, um, where Paul's advocating for the men to, to pray and to worship and to lead the church. 
and as I share that, it, it's not to say, and I'm not going to get into a discussion of men and women and that sort of stuff. I'm really focused on the men's group here today. <clears throat> the Great Commission. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded of you. It's pretty, pretty direct right at you. It's pretty straightforward on that one. And then the third that I have listed here, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin who lived by the Spirit, should restore that person Gently, it's like goes to Galatians 1, um, and I go back to our iron sharpens iron, hold each other accountable, but at the same time, be, be gentle. And I need to be gentle for my children and how I love to identify things and try to teach and be a father and be cautious in, in my messaging, not to... Um, not to uh, whisper. Um, not to remove any confidence or, or guilt to have their relationship. Uh, let's see. Next. Oh yeah. So uh, posing the question out there: it, it, Is there any um, Bible verses that maybe come to mind uh, for you? So. It, it, um, hard putting probably people on the spot we'll come back to that we'll go to the next slide so for me and and i i think i have a, a couple slides here this is one of my i think closing slides um and and for me it really again comes down to to jesus and have accountability for partners um and real men love jesus um, I think as Rusty has, has, has said to me before, which is um, impactful, was um, Rome, I love Jesus, and so we do, and so we obey, um, and so we serve. So the, the next slide, um, this is a short musical, maybe the video will come up, but um, wanted to, to listen to the song and, and the lyrics the first 30 seconds or so okay you got it. okay the lyrics will kick you in around 40 seconds Fast cars and living Out on the edge so far They're gonna need forgiving Real men like football Cowboys and outlaws Can't help but fly so high It's gonna hurt to fall They like Saturday nights out on the town 
song and i don't know if you like the country music or not it's a favorite of mine so i'll slip that one in with the various friends in my different circles and as much as love country music what's this here i'm like good one listen so another just engaging opportunity i think i just have um another slide here really just for um discussion questions and we can get into announcements here and just have some quick breakout sessions dave yeah go ahead yeah, I'm a bit old school. That, that was good, but I tell you, my favorite, if you guys have never heard it, is uh, Elvis as a gospel album. Mm. All he does is gospel. Mm. And uh, man, it's fantastic. Really. So that's my uh, awesome that's my input. Yeah, I love it. And I, I, I think a lot of folks in here have that choir music taste here. All right, so quick breakout sessions here. So a couple questions that we have uh, for you is, hey, what can we do to further men's ministry? And, and have you encountered um, evidence of God in your summer break? I shared mine, and we'll, have, and we'll regroup here in about uh, four minutes or so. All right, so breakout sessions. Bob and Steve are back, so we'll go ahead and um with announcements and then we'll go um you know table to table with um just a, a, a relatively quick re report out here so maybe uh first off just to share 
Um, upcoming speakers, you can see it on the screen. In September, we have Reverend Wally Smith and I believe uh, Pastor Jeff Ross um, and, and Reverend Wally Smith um, preach together. So look forward to hearing from him. Je Senator John Albers and then uh, Brooks Scardina. Uh, and Brooke, um, we've been in the same Sunday school class, uh, probably a couple few years removed, but he was in our foundations. And he currently serves as the RMC Foundation Chair. Uh, what other announcements do we have? Kevin, we were talking, uh, certainly need to pray for uh, Pastor Emeritus, uh, Senior Pastor he was currently in the hospital St. Joseph's uh, went in with COVID and um, he has pneumonia as we speak and he can't see mm. how long has he been there? just a couple of weeks or so <laughs> well no, I Cecil Sears did not hear who you're talking about. Malone Dotson. Okay, Malone I Dotson. thought maybe, but I didn't yeah, hear the yeah, name. Yeah. Thank Malone. you. So I'll, I'll take note of prayers. Any other announcements in the room? Eric? I've got one from the RUMCK uh, needs our help. Uh, Sally Newkirk, there's a, an old piece of playground equipment that apparently has been deemed unsafe and um, they need some help cutting it up and putting it in a dumpster. And they're aiming for uh, the weekend of August the 13th. Now, if you're like me and you're not allowed to use a chainsaw anymore, <laughs> you can still help carry things. If you are allowed to use a chainsaw, and by that, I mean, you've asked your spouse recently if you're allowed to use a chainsaw, or maybe you know someone who's still allowed to use the chainsaw. Um, but or they don't dumb enough still to well, you like know, <laughs> um, but they need two or three people. And if you would, uh, if you'd like Sally's information, great, but they're they're looking for uh, I'll connect them with the dare ministry because they still dare to use chainsaws, I believe is how that group got named. <laughs> um, but uh. It should just take two or three guys less than an hour and they'll provide the dumpster. You know, they're going to make it easy, but they're looking for some strong, willing backs and at least one chainsaw. And if I've got that wrong and they're going to provide the chainsaw, I'll let you know. What's that, what's that uh, day? It's going to be August the 13th weekend. And that means either Friday, Saturday or Sunday. So I think Sally will make it. We'll make it work to the volunteer schedule is the way I'm going to interpret that. I think the 13th is a Saturday. Yeah. I think that's right. It is. It's yes. a week from this coming Saturday. It is a week from this Saturday. <clears throat> What's being taken down? Is it metal or wood? Wood is my understanding. Where is that? Uh, so I think if you want to, you know, you're here this morning, you want to scout it out. It's um, over in the uh, uh, yeah, in the playground area on the is that the north side of the it's, of, it's on the, the building on the forest side on the forest side yes the other side of the driveway right right we call it no man's land. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bob, Steve, anything happening on your side? Announcement, praises, prayers? Uh, you know, I, I was talking to Steve and said I, I wouldn't call it a seeing God necessarily, but an elderly pastor from our retired from our church. I always park his car for him on Sundays, and he didn't show up one week, which was highly unusual. And uh, God took care of him. He he fell twice in one weekend. Didn't bruise anything. Didn't cut anything. Didn't hurt anything. So I guess that that would be my seeing God and in, uh, over the over the big the week the summer. Jake is okay. Life is back, to, sort of back to normal. <laughs> or I'll go around the room in the tables. Barney, Joe, anything happening over here? Unfortunately, I dominated the discussion in, in that I felt one of the roles for this group would be to take a supportive uh, mission because Michael Grant, who has been a, a lifelong member of staff, is leaving in October. He is our brain trust in terms of this facility. This facility is 15 buildings and 16 acres and $50 million worth of investment. Wow. And why is he leaving? He's retiring. Retire. He's an old man now. Well, he lives. And he, he's been living on campus. Right. He will leave and go to North Georgia it will no longer be available in our memory bank of the operation of this facility as we were with this head. And I think it's a time for the men to be a resource to try to do help with that transition um, and help out with some of the crazy things that have to happen around this campus, like the one you just heard. So that's one building per man, just pointing that out <laughs> to this room. If we can uh, talk to somebody to get in here. Who did you get in touch with? Lori Walsh. Lori Walsh. Business manager of the church. Well, the church will replace Michael, I'm sure. Yes, but it will be from outside because there's nobody inside that can do that. Or it could be from some, some of this group, at least in terms of transition to help. But this group has dwindled to three tables and anybody under 50 isn't here. <laughs> so I, I think that's part of an issue as well. Yeah. Kevin, you're still under 50, right? Yeah, great here. Sorry, 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 yeah. so, sorry. Wife reminds me, Kevin, you can wear a hat at the beach. Okay, thank you. And the kids have a little chuckle. So I've come to embrace that and accept that. Any other prayer concerns, praises? I'm going to go around here. We didn't get to it or mention it, but I just was thankful we had a month ago, which I was glad we didn't have breakfast that week. We had 19 members of my immediate family at the beach in Hilton Head. Mm. Wow, filled uh, four condos up and mm. everybody from uh, the six-month-old baby up to my wife and myself now are the elder <laughs> members of the family. For your patriarch duties That's great. there. <clears throat> That's special. Anything else? Larry? What do we got going in the back? Stan? Richard? 
Prayers, praises. We do like the breakfast. All right, we decided we like the breakfast. Like the breakfast. Always. All right, let, let me go ahead and close this out in, in prayer. <sighs> Heavenly Father, may the words spoken today encourage us, inspire us. Uh, we can inspire each other as men so we can go from this place to do your will with confidence, with courage. Lord, be with our pastor emeritus. Malone Dotson, um, and, and all those um, who, whose names maybe we didn't speak out loud. Uh, we certainly have so many pra praises from, from summer activities, vacations, and certainly to have to come together as a family. There's certainly so much uh, special time together. Encourage us to, to walk the walk and to walk with you. And as we say together, in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.